Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elvis. Elvis will score. Elvis will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Last week I was lucky enough to be invited on the Life, Love and Money Podcast where we spoke about my journey as Rugby League Guru and transitioning from teaching and a whole lot of personal things and whatnot. Really good chat if you guys want to go and have a listen to it. It is available on their podcast, uh, Life, Love and Money. Uh, go and have a listen to that podcast or it's on YouTube as well. Type the same thing in YouTube, you can have a watch of it there. Dylan, the guy that runs that podcast, a really impressive character. He's been very, very successful with his business life and just his life in general. A very, very impressive character who uh, uh, it was a bit weird sitting down and talking with someone who has been so successful, but turns out he loves the Rugby League Guru podcast. Huge Bulldogs fans, always tuning into the potty. So uh, a bit of a pinch myself sort of moment there, which was unreal that, you know, all these successful people, a similar guy I've spoken to, Mark Boris, hyper successful, just loves his footy like everyone else, you know. So Rugby League, it's a special thing like that. I was lucky enough to go into Dylan's studio, sit down and talk to him for an hour or so. A really good chat at the back end of it. We just spoke about rugby league for about 25 minutes or so, so I'm going to clip that bit up for you guys. Play it now. But please, guys, if you'd like to go and have a listen to the full episode, I highly advise it. Uh, very interesting story. A few things that I haven't really mentioned before or you guys wouldn't be aware of about my life and whatnot. So if it does interest you guys, Life, Love and Money podcast. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. I'll hand it over now to myself and Dylan talking a little bit of rugby league. No, that's all right. Let's go back. I wanted to talk to you about footy, but I just love talking about all this fucking yeah, no, journey sorry. stuff. But on that, I was I wanted to ask you about the rookies. But on that, the COVID stuff, that's also had a, an impact on like the, the juniors coming through, like the young halves that. and stuff, right? And this is something I've been trying to push for two years, that these guys, they missed out on these very important years where you grow a lot of maturity, even just being in the gym those two years, all these sort of things, and... You know, there's freaks that it hasn't impacted. Sam Walker, mm-hmm. can you imagine if, like what Sam Walker's doing? If he would if he would have played footy when he was 17, 18, those key development years, imagine where he would be now. Like, it's unbelievable what him and some of these other young kids have managed to do. But then there's a lot of young kids that I see copying a lot of grief that you go, they're two years behind in their development. They're two, and you don't notice it because they're just those guys and they're coming in. But if you were to compare their maturity and their experiences to guys that were doing this 
two years ago that were coming in that had had that like all that development coming through like they're, they're, these kids that are coming through junior grades they get so much information put on them and it's just what you're able to grab and keep a hold of whereas these guys coming to first grade now they, they, they missed out on so much of that so much of it and like my brother was the same he was in the Harold Matthews halfway through their season just got cut completely cut um, and like it had a huge impact on them. when they went back the year after they just weren't ready for it. They were not ready for it. And you have to be a very driven 16, 17, 18-year-old to go to, to be training and to be developing yourself throughout all of that when you don't know when it's going to come back. Like um, Paul Alamotti had a lot of hype start of last season, wasn't quite ready this season. Um, Jack Howarth, who I've watched him come through, he should be an absolute superstar. Um I watched him, you know, the trials last year was his, you know, people forget he, he goes out in that trial, he's got this hype around him. First time he's ever played against grown men. He struggled. He's now had a year down there in Melbourne. The Storm named a 26-man squad the other day. He's not in it. Blew my mind. Yeah, but, but that is, that, that's, uh, I would read that as, he's probably lacking a bit of maturity and a bit of development that if he wasn't in that situation, the Melbourne Storm would have drilled that into him over those two years. Like, you talk about, you know, pre-seasons and these training camps they do. All these kids have missed out on it. Mm. Who's some of the... Just a couple, because I know you could probably list 30. Who's a couple of the young kids that you think are going to have an impact this year? Um, this year, I think there's a couple of the Roosters. Egan Butcher, who's a mm. local guy. He's the younger brother of Nat Butcher. Um, I remember watching him play for South Eastern when he was 13, 14, and... Um, I've always said oh, I think he'll, he'll be um, the better butcher. He, he's one to I think he, he will be a real star. As a kid coming off the bench for the Roosters, Josh Wong, he could be a prodigy. Um, and I love this kid that the Dolphins have signed, this Isaiah Katoa. I think he's he the half, yeah, five eight or something. He could be a real, real game changer. I know, like he, he was at the Penrith system, and you know when he was playing, there, there was managers flying from all over the place to watch this kid. So. As much as the Dolphins haven't got their superstar, the next generation of kids they've got, like if, if they can just build culture for the next three or four years, that next group of kids that's going to come up, like they, they could be a powerhouse over the next few years. Yeah, uh, I think the NRL's done them a bit dirty with the way, how much time they had to 100%. recruit. Like, they've made it very look, hard. Look at round one. Look at the Roosters squad versus the Dolphins squad. Yeah. That's fucking men against boys. No disrespect, but look at the amount of stars and just fucking freaks yep. in that rooster side versus those dolphins. But this is where the beauty of rugby league, all the freaks are with the roosters. Everyone's got two arms and two legs. Mm. And those boys, like those dolphins boys, they're, they're, they're not showing up this year to make numbers. They've yeah. got Wayne Bennett in their corner. And I, I, I don't think they're going to be a great team, but fuck, I'm excited to see what Wayne can do with these guys because... I mean, if you would have gone back to the end of 2020 before the Origin Series and look at our team and go, like, all these, Nathan Cleary, all the, we've got all the freaks. Mm. Wayne Bennett pulled our pants down there. Yeah, That's what he does. A, a lot of people are tipping him for the spoon. If you look at their squad, I'd probably have to agree, but I, I wouldn't be confident on, on backing that. No, I, w- I wouldn't be confident at all. I mean, on paper, everything says they should. I, I just don't think Wayne will find himself in that situation. I don't think so. Just on emotion alone and experience, I don't think, I don't think they'll be that bad. And that's coming from someone who's been like a doggies fan down the bottom of the ladder for the last few years. 
I know I know what a side um, destined for the spoon looks like a little bit too much right now. Um, but what do you reckon? Do you have an early feeling for Premiership to me? It's Roosters or Penrith from from here. But what do you think? No, I'm exactly the same, mate. I think Chooks or Penrith. I personally, I hope Penrith win it. I I love watching what they're building there. I love how. I think for the last 20 years in rugby league, everyone's tried to be Melbourne. Penrith have been Penrith from day one. Penrith have just been their own brand, their own personalities. And I think that, I think credit to Ivan Cleary that I think a lot of, and as I said, everyone tries to be Melbourne. Every coach tries to coach the team they want instead of the team they have. Mm. Ivan has coached the team that he has. They've had guys leave left, right and centre, new guys in new positions. Nothing's changed. He has built a culture there that I'm seeing it every week and it flows down to the under-16s. Well, didn't they win the every grand final last year? I think they, I think it was only the Harold Matthews they didn't okay. win. So they went, and I, I, I think they actually won the minor premiership in that. They just lost, a, a, anyway, they, they, they went SG ball, they went Jersey flag, they went New South Wales Cup and this Isaiah Katoa that I spoke about, him and another kid that's gone to Melbourne, they were the halves for the SG ball that won the comp. They were then the halves for the Jersey flag that won the comp. Who, who went to Melbourne again? Uh, his name is Keegan Russell-Smith. Okay. He's a handy little footballer. He hasn't got all the hype around him, mm. but he's good. But he like he's one that hasn't got the hype around him. The, he went from he, – he kicked the goal on the sideline at the end of the SG ball game to win that grand final. Like They've just got ice in their veins and mm. the confidence that that whole system portrays is incredible. Like you, you, you could put that that Panthers Reggie team into first grade, and like I, I reckon they'd go close to making the eight. Well, the thing is, like because of the system, Penrith have obviously lost Kikau and Coruscant. Yep, two big losses. I'm not really too worried about them for some reason. It'll be different, but different can be scary. I mean, you got that team, and like I, I, I've said for the last three or four years, and I know people want to lay shit on him or whatever. Like I, I think Nathan Cleary could be. One of the greatest we've ever seen. Yeah, if I was going to build a team right now and I could pick one player to build around, it'd have to be him. It'd be Nath, without a doubt. There is no doubt about it whatsoever. I was lucky enough to have him on the podcast last year. And just, I think you, you learn a lot about people and you'd know this from the moments off mic with them. Like at one point, Nath, it, it, was, it was all via Zoom, right? So we, we spoke for about half an hour or so before we actually did the podcast. And at one point, it dropped out. And th- th- this was four weeks after he was... The premiership-winning Penrith Panthers captain who won the Clive Churchill Medal, and mate, he he, we're doing it via Zoom. He rang me, show. I was like, "I'm so sorry, mate. I'm so sorry." Like, why are you giving me the time of day? Why, why does it matter to you that much? And it's that he is. There is something special about Nath. Yeah, and he's he's made his mistakes, TikTok, whatever the hell you want. He's had moments where, at 23, he hasn't dominated the Origin scene. Sure. I mean, you, you look at what he's achieved and then I think it's even more impressive to see what he's come so close to achieving. Like people always say he has him on a Dally M. He's come second twice. Like, an incredible knock to come second twice out of three years. And last year he wasn't in the contention because he got... Um, two suspensions or whatever. Two suspensions, so that ruled him out. But like, And you think about the Dally M's that he's missed out on. He lost to Jack Whiten, which everyone sort of went... Not a Jack White. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. And then he lost to Turbo, who had the single greatest individual season of all time. Anyone would have lost to Turbo ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think, like, people say Nate's overrated. I think he's underrated. Well, now, in terms of Dally M this year, Coruscant and Kikau going more on him. 
Fucking more on him. And when he wins it, people say, oh, yeah, there's no one to take points off him. He's surrounded by stars. But people forget that three years ago, you go back and look at that team three years ago, none of them were playing rep football. They've all developed together. They've all come through. And people say they're arrogant, they're all this. If you go back and watch the interviews after the 2020 grand final when they they lost, especially there's a great interview with Jerome Luai. Stick a microphone in his mouth. He's at the most devastated moment of his life, essentially. I say, what are you feeling? And he, he just flat out says, this sucks. I hate this. But I'm going to bottle this up and we're going to come back bigger and better. And didn't they? Hasn't it? Like, he's backed it up. Like, and people say, oh, he's a sook. He carries on. Which, like, I, I'm not here to tell you he's, mm-hmm. he doesn't carry on. But when it doesn't go his way, you can't sit there and say he has a sook. He goes, no, fuck that. We'll come back bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And he has. And that was when he was a 21-year-old father. Yeah. And I think... With anything in life, just owning who you are and fucking leaning into that and maximizing it, that's a superpower, bro. Oh, and he's one clear example of doing that. Yeah, him, him, Brian Toto, like, they're changing the game. Mm-hmm. They are, and it's unreal. And, you know, it was, a, it was only a few years ago when they were walking around with the um, music blaring on their shoulders and everything, like, so much judgment. It's like, stop trying to be American, blah, blah. I'm not trying to be American. They're, they're being themselves. Yeah, it's who they are. And now it's cool because they're winning and it's okay now. But when, when that wasn't what Melbourne was doing, when that wasn't what the Storm was doing, it was not sweet for it, right? Mm. But now they're like, what, what they're creating out there at Penrith, I think it's incredible. It is, it is. And now, speaking of Penrith, let's get on to my Bulldogs because looking very much <laughs> like... Uh, if, it's exciting, man. It's, I'm, I have, I, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic because I was optimistic going into last year. Not as much. Barrett versus Serraldo, obviously very different style of coaches. Probably the roster, even though it still needs to do work now, on reflection, still had a lot of work to, to do in key areas. But I think fucking Gus Gould, what, he, what he's done coming in first, making the tough decision, seeing people like Shop go. Yep. It's like you, you can question it because he's, he's a talent, but you've got to see Gus as a bigger player in there, getting Serraldo, all these other fucking Penrith boys, Crichton now, kick out. I think Marnie from, from pinched him off uh, Joe's eels will be a fucking... Just in the trial, the first 20 minutes, he played how much better we looked oh, running mate. off that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on, on the future of the Bulldogs organisation? I'm not saying we're going to fight for top four, we're going to win the comp, but I think we got a shot to fight for the top eight and to go from where we've been, if we can be in and around competing for the top eight, I'll be fucking a very happy Bulldogs fan. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, I think this year's going to be, and I know we say it every year, but I genuinely think this will be the closest comp we've ever seen. If you just go through the ladder of where it finished last year, Souths, Melbourne Roosters, none of them made the top four. All of them underachieved. And if you have a look at the bottom eight, like Manly gets turbo back, they improve. Canterbury's improved out of sight. Tigers have improved out of sight. Titans have improved out of sight. Like, there's, like, I honestly think of the entire bottom eight, the only team that I think hasn't improved is the Dragons. Because they haven't signed anyone, they they haven't made any moves. And they still, in my opinion, you watch the Dragons every week, you go, they look awful. Then you look on the ladder and there's six teams below them every single week. Mm. Like, I think this competition this year is going to be so close. It's crazy. And you know, on average, over the last 30 years, two teams always drop out of the top eight. I, I don't know what's harder to work out which two teams drop out or which two teams come in. Yeah, that's why it's hard. Everyone's like, doggy's going to make top four. I'm like, yeah, it's good to say from how much we've improved, but who's dropping out? That, that's <laughs> the thing. The teams and, are and above. I, 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 I think Canterbury fans should be hesitant because I think you guys will improve out of sight. But if you don't make the eight, you just miss it. You've only moved up two places on the ladder, which doesn't feel like much. 
But I think culture-wise and everything, Massive. Canterbury are making big steps. As someone who's really into the content space, have you seen any of the stuff the Bulldogs have oh, been putting bro, out on you? How best. fucking good is it? Uh, I mentioned on Bloke in a Bar the other day, and one of their content guys actually reached out to me and just said, thanks, we've been working so hard, and just told me about some other things that are going on there. And, and I, I just, I think the clubs that are working out how important content is, yeah, they've got to it. It's exciting. Out. Like, everyone I speak to is he's buzzing. Like, now, we don't want to put too much pressure on them. It's a young squad. Cam Serato's first fucking yep. cracker head coach. I'm willing to be patient. We've been shit for five years. Yep. Plus, but the Bulldog, uh, the NRL, and I, I'll try to take my bias out of it, but I feel like for Sydney, for Western Sydney, the NRL is in a better place when the Bulldogs are a good side. There is no doubt about it whatsoever. You can hate Canterbury if you want. Don't act like rugby league isn't better mm. than Canterbury. There are certain teams in this competition that footy is better when they're going good. Newcastle's one. Canterbury's one. Unfortunately, Brisbane's one. Yep. I think the Rabbitohs are one too. Mm-hmm. Parramatta's right up there as well. So when those teams are going well, rugby league is going well. But I think Canterbury, the fan base they've got, mate, is just incredible. Yeah. They are so passionate. And, like, I, and I, I can literally see it in my content. If it's a Canterbury day where something's happening – Sky high, and that's when you guys are going pretty bang average. Yeah, like once we like, I, I still, me and my old man, we went to every grand final from 03 to nineteen or something like that. Still to this day, the single loudest noise I've ever heard was the full time siren of a two thousand and four grand final. What a moment! Un- unbelievable. That Andrew Ryan ankle tap. Yeah, Fuck goosebumps just thinking about it. And no one talks about it. No. No, it's one of the most unbelievable tackles you will ever see. Yeah. No one talks about it. But every Canterbury player I talked to, I had Brent Sherwin on the podcast, and I said, oh, sick. What's, what's the moment? And he said that. Yeah. He said, that was the moment. That sums up the Bulldogs. Yeah, I, I've been, I'm almost 30 now. I've been a Dogs fan my whole life. If I, if I had to pick one moment, it's that. that yep. So it'd be good to see us back competing. Um, last couple of questions, we'll fucking wrap this up. I could talk to you about footy all day. Now, we, we, we've spoken a little bit before we started as well about Supercoach and, and how it started with that. It's no fucking surprise that your content, the people that get into fantasy sports are so fucking into it. It's become so addictive for me while I like it. It, it kind of fuses my two biggest interests, like business, like in a way like you got to do your analysis, manage a cap, blah, 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 and sport. Why do you, what is it about, about Supercoach, about these fantasy sports that are so addictive, do you think? I'm not sure, to be honest with you, but it's got me hooked. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I, I don't have a team I go for, but like... My draft team, which is has way too much importance in my <laughs> life week to week because it's all my banter with the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't follow a team, but I, I will follow my super coach players religiously. I've got first pick this year. Oh, you so do? So I know I've got Nathan Cleary. Yeah. So as I said, I'm very much on the Penrith train this year. I yeah. need them to do well. Um, and I absolutely love Nath, so I'm so excited about it this year. I don't know what it is, mate. Mm. I don't know how to explain it to people, but it... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm obsessed with it. I really am. Dude, fuck. Obviously, the doggies haven't been going that well, but the last few years, 
if I had a game on, not Bulldogs, but I had like four or five players in it, I'm way more fucking keen to watch that than watching my team. And I, I think the NRL still sleeps on that. Oh, fucking missing a massive opportunity. All you have to do is look out the window at sports around the world and see how important fantasy mm. or soccer, whatever the hell it is. I, I think the NRL is – and I'm, that's, that's also part of my thinking that eventually when the NRL wakes up and realises that, if I'm at the front of that, it's a good spot to be. Fucking oath. And like – I think it's massive opportunity. Little known fact, I actually ranked 776 last year. So oh, lovely. Mate, I'm, not, I'm no slouch, mate. <laughs> I'm no slouch. I'm coming for you. Now, last question. Big one. Serious one. Who's going to finish with the better rank, you or Timmy Williams this year? Oh, please. Timmy's a pretender. <laughs> got him covered. Absolutely got him covered. Uh, but like, uh, I think like people will mention me and go, oh, I know you guys just, just put it on for the show. He's one of my mates. I want to beat him in everything. Yeah, fuck He's yeah. exactly the same, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 working with Timmy on that Supercoach show has been unreal. We're, it's we're fun. really enjoyed that. I think it's, it's easily, like, I don't have that much time to watch all the shows like I used to, but somehow Beers and Breakevens compared to the other maybe solo Supercoach shows, it somehow covers the best information, but it's still really entertaining and digestible. Yeah. I think you've got some fucking secret magic there now. As you can see, we've got on the cameras your, your guru merch. You've got some stuff on your site. Where's the best place anyone wants to find you? Your content, podcast, your gear. Where's the best place for people to find you? Yeah, uh, probably put most of my stuff on um, Instagram, at Rugby League Guru, Twitter, TikTok. Um, YouTube's a big thing for me this year. I'm putting a lot of effort into that, producing a lot of content there. Um, and yeah, I've got rugbyleagueguru.com.au, put all of our merch and everything there. I think we're going to have a bit more stuff coming over the next uh, couple of months too. So. Yeah, and dude, the branding's fucking sick. It's clean. It's, it's exactly what you said. It's like pays homage to the old, but it's fucking really clean and really cool still with today's stuff. So uh, excited to watch you grow that. If you ever fucking want to bounce any e-com stuff for your business, any of the product stuff, my DM's always open for you, bro. But thanks again. You've given us so much of your time. I know you're fucking one of the – honestly, for people that might not know, one of the – one of the biggest, best sports channels in all of Australia, without a doubt. As I said, I fucking watch your stuff as much as I get time for. So thanks again, bro. We'll be in touch and uh, good luck for the season, eh? Thank you, mate. Appreciate Cheers, it. bro. Love the doggies. Fingers crossed. Yui's <laughs> <laughs> a doggies fan as well. It's been, it's been a very, very lean period um, for us doggies. But... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.